Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbong. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Minnesota to play the Minnesota Wild. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Bob Stoffer joining you from St. Paul. We're literally right across the street from the Excel Energy Center. Oilers looking to bring a little bit more energy tonight, get things turned around here uh, after a couple losses uh, in overtime to Buffalo and then a strange game against Carolina where Edmonton played uh, pretty well in large stretches but ultimately fell to the Hurricanes to score 6-3. This is the building that Edmonton maybe had their worst performance of the season, a 3-0 loss against the Minnesota Wild uh, over a month ago. Uh, Coming up on uh, today's show, a full preview of tonight's game. The Oilers are going to make a couple changes to the lineup. Uh, We will hear from Edmonton Oilers head coach Dave Tippett along with the Oilers' Ethan Bear, as well as the Minnesota Wilds' Zach Parise. Uh, we will have Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey on Rogers, and for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Brian Burke. So busy, busy show. Reminder, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. River Cree has the new smoke-friendly expansion Embers at the River Cree Resort and uh, Casino. Excitement, bet on it. And our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 
860-0063. Ashley Fine Floors has more for your floor. Thank you to Mr. Escott, Brendan Escott, for uh, hosting the show yesterday as I hopped on the bird and flew with the team to St. Paul. Uh, Brendan, I'm going to put you on the spot here, though, uh, just before we go into our Oilers Now Audio Vault and before I give you the lineups for the two teams. Is there a team, is Minnesota the most nondescript team in the NHL right now? Like, when you think about teams, which team do you watch the least in the league? And are the Minnesota Wild one of those teams? I realize, you know, we might have some Tyler or Jared Spurgeon fans in Edmonton. And, of course, Devin Dubnik, who's going through a difficult personal challenges. Wife's got uh, some health issues right now, so there's an Edmonton connection. But basically what I'm saying is Minnesota one of the least sexiest NHL teams in terms of teams that people like to follow out there. What do you think? I think that's safe to say. And they don't really have a lot of star power to draw that in. They're a team that's just, it's it's always sort of been constructed the way that it is. Is right now, they don't have anyone that leaps off the page because even when you think about a team like Florida, you know, you've got your Barkovs and your Huberdos and, and even your Ekblads, right? And now your Varlamovs, but um, there's nobody on the wild that's really that draw. So, yeah, I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get to it. Uh, it is Edmonton and Minnesota tonight. Uh, taking a look at the Oilers, uh, this is what they ran with in the morning skate. Uh, by the way, the team had an off day yesterday. Uh, they've been doing some optionals on morning skate days, and they've been running some numbers in that part. So today was a full practice after the team had the off day yesterday. Connor McDavid has not scored in the last five games, but still leads the NHL in scoring, or now leads the NHL in scoring. He's moved one point ahead of his teammate, Leon Dreisaitl. Connor McDavid up front with Joe Kim Nygaard and Zach Cassian. Cassian's got 11 goals this year. Uh, he also leads the Edmonton Oilers in plus minus at plus 10. Uh, the Oilers will have Ryan Nugent Hopkins today with Leon Dreisaitl on the left side and Alex Chason drawing back in on the right side. Chason was a healthy scratch against the Carolina Hurricanes on Tuesday night. Gaetan Haas will center James Neal and Sam Gagne. Neal with 10 power play goals. Uh, he's been a power play specialist. He plays career game number 800 tonight. And then Riley Shan will center Jujar Kera and Josh Archibald, which means Marcus Granlund and Patrick Russell are healthy scratched up front. Same defense as we saw against Carolina the other night. Darnell Nurse playing 2240. Ethan Bear, who we'll hear from later on, are paired together. Bear playing 2105 per game. Oscar Clefbaum, who's had a real difficult run here, minus 15 over his last seven games. Um, sort of bounced around from partner to partner to partner. He will be paired with Adam Larson. The Oilers uh, hoping that Larson gets going here. Uh, Clefbaum still playing 25-31 per game. Chris Russell with Caleb Jones. Mike Smith will start in goal. He's 7-7-2 this year. 2.88 goals against average. 9.03 save percentage. The Oilers are actually better right now on the road than they are at home. Edmonton's 8-5-3 and three at home. The Oilers are 10-6-1 and one on the road. Uh, they now have the same amount of goals for as goals against. They're exactly at 2.97 per game, which is too high defensively. Um, they're 15th league in goals for, 14th in goals against. Lead the NHL in the power play at 31.6. Drop from 2nd to 7th on PK in one game. 
after giving up the three uh, power play goals against to the Carolina Hurricanes uh, and Oilers are 1-4-2 against the Central Division this year. Minnesota Wild are going to have a couple key guys out. Matt Benning, by the way, remains out with the Oilers, uh, but uh, no Miko Koivu, no Jared Spurgeon. We already discussed the fact that Devin Dubnik's on a personal leave right now. Spurgeon, the Edmonton native, has a, a hand challenge and a lower body issue for Miko Koivu, who has historically played very well against Edmonton. The uh, the Oilers, by the way, are 4-5-1 and one in their last 10 games. Minnesota is 6-1-3. One and three. And the Wild are 7-1-3 and three at home. They got off to a bad start with a lot of road games. They've already played 20 road games this year. Uh, but they're pretty good at home, 7-1-3, and three, including a 3-0 shootout against the Oilers. Stahl, who ran into the ref the other night, but looks to be good to go based on today's morning skate. 995 career points in over 1,200 games. That's Eric Stahl with Jason Zucker and Matt Zuccarello. Uh, they've got, uh, with Koivu out, they got Ryan Donato centering their second line with Zach Parise and Kevin Fiala, who came over that trade for uh, Michael Granlin. Joel Erickson-Eck, who the Oilers have liked for a while, went 20th overall 2015 draft for uh, with Jordan and Greenaway and Luke Kuna and then Victor Rask, who was traded for Nino Niederreier, lopsided deal in favor of the Carolina Hurricanes. Victor Rask with Marcus Foligno and Ryan Hartman, who was once a late first-round pick of the Chicago Blackhawks back in 2013. On defense, no Jared Spurgeon. This is what their top four looks like. It's going to have Ryan Suter with Matthew Dumba, 14 and 12 goals the last two years for Dumba. He only played 32 games last year. Jonas Brodin, who is a teammate of Oscar Clefbaum's at Farstad, he's paired with Carson Suse, uh, who's from Viking and played for the Spruce Grove, uh, what do I call the Saints? Uh, Spruce Grove in the AJHL for a number of years before going to Minnesota Duluth. Brad Hunt out of Bemidji, the former Oiler, played 21 games in Edmonton with Brennan Manel, who is a right shot, undersized, puck moving D man, played in the Western Hockey League from the state of Minnesota, and he had 19. 19 points in 23 games with Iowa this year. And uh, Capo Kakinen gets the start in goal. He's 2-0-1 with a 1.95 goals against average, a 9.47 save percentage. So Stalock does not start. Dubnik out. Koivu Spurgeon and Dubnik out for the Minnesota Wild. That is a look at the two teams that are going to play tonight. Again, we'll hear from Brian Burke a little bit later on. Uh, for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. We're available on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott with two E's and two T's. Right now, though, we're going to go into the Oilers Now audio vault for direct workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Yesterday, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey uh, was being interviewed with uh, the one and only Brendan Escott. And uh, David compared this year's Oilers team to last year's Oilers team at this point in the season. We all have a really bad taste in our mouth from last year's team, right? Well, um, last year's team at this point, after 33 games, had 18 wins. This year's team, after 33 games, has 18 wins. So uh, the Oilers last year had scored 95 goals and given up 97. Uh, so that makes minus two. This year they've scored 98 and have allowed 98. So they're even. Last year's team had 39 points at this point in the season. This team has 40 points. So, so they're right 
they're basically mirror images of each other. They haven't got there in the same way, though. And I personally, um, I mean, I'm a, listen, I'm an Oilers fan. I've been an Oilers fan since 1972, and I will always be one. And I always, I'm a kind of a glass half full kind of fan. I always try to put the positive spin on it. So I was holding out hope the Oilers would make the playoffs last year, like till mid February, even after Connor McDavid had given up. But um, so I'm not inclined to be negative. And I do think there's some significant differences. And, and the main one is last year this time, Chris Russell and Oscar Kreskbaum got knocked out, and that absolutely destroyed that team. So um, as long as there's not major injuries on this team, and so far we've pretty much avoided them, uh, I think the winners are, are not in such a bad spot. Yeah, and then obviously that injury run just changed the complexion of the season on defense. Uh, I think Edmonton might be better equipped to do that. Of course, Pete Chiarelli went out and acquired Brandon Manning and Alex uh, Petrovich, and uh, Petrovich had a tough couple of games. I thought they maybe could have run with them a little bit more. Um, and then it just went sideways on the hockey club right now. And the uh, so, I, I too am a glass half full guy. I think everybody that listens to the show knows that. Uh, there's the team has to get better five on five production. There's no question. The goals for goals against. I mean, the, the orders are four five and one in their last ten games. When they lose, they lose by two or three goals. And when they win, they win by one over this stretch. And that's how the goals have evened up. No question. There's some concerning issues. I think a lot of fans have expressed those to me personally i get it um i'd like you know i i think the orders are going to be a team that will be in playoff contention the whole year and i i i I hope they make the playoffs and they're in a decent spot where they're at right now now minnesota started poorly uh but they've turned it around and speaking of the turnaround last night reed wilkins on inside sports uh talked to one of the numerous analysts, they're rotating five different color guys through the television broadcast this year for the Minnesota Wild. Here's Wes Walls on the Wild's turnaround. When we were one and six out of the gate, um, uh, we were walking out of the building in Montreal. I was up, I was, um, I worked for Fox Sports North and I do some games up in, um, up in the booth as well. Not all the games, but about half of the games. And I remember walking out of Montreal out of the building that night thinking to myself, I, the way we played and how things have been going with our goaltending, just everything. We had a tough time putting two, three passes in a row together. Our goaltending was bad, um, not getting big saves. I, I, I didn't think we were going to get to five, six wins before Christmas time. That's how bad it was. And then, uh, I don't know. I really can't put my finger on it other than just to say something happened in the locker room. I know Miko Koivu had a closed-door meeting. I'm not sure if it was after the... I think it was actually after the night before they played the Toronto Maple Leafs, lost that game, and then actually stunk out the joint in Montreal. And um, um, But came home, played a couple home games, and, and were able to win two in a row. I actually think one of them against the, was against the Oilers. They beat them 3-0. And, um, and then just kind of got the ball rolling from there. And um, they've just been out-competing their opponent. Uh, you know, they don't have, we don't have Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl, uh uh, we have Zach Parisi. We have some guys that work hard and play hard, and uh, um, they've been winning their games because they've been out working their opponents um, up until well, maybe the last couple games. They they've been outclassed. Uh, last night we got to overtime against Anaheim and lost in a shootout, but had no business even being in overtime. So there's been a couple games here now with the Wild. We have not played well, so they're gonna have to get back on track. And um, and um, but it won't be easy having Miko Koivu out of the lineup right now and Jared Spurgeon, who's arguably the Minnesota Wild's best defenseman a lot of people in Edmonton that are listening to this right now know him from a good Edmonton boy but uh he's out and been out 
I think he's with a broken hand, so he's probably going to be another week or so. And then, uh, and then last night Eric Stahl went down. We're not sure um, exactly what the details are, but it's, we know for sure he probably won't play to, tomorrow night against the Oilers. So it's been a it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride for the Wild so far this year, but they've been playing much better of late and getting uh, adequate goaltending as well, which is always important, as you know. That's Wes Walls, who basically the best part of his NHL career was played in Minnesota from 2000 to uh, 07, 08. So he spent, of course, we had the lockout in 04, 05, but uh, seven seasons uh, with the Minnesota organization as a player. And obviously the separation's hard. You, you heard the we term that does get deployed in some U.S. markets. Uh, real good junior player, played for the Lethbridge uh, Hurricanes, played for Blaine Galbraith, uh, who... Uh, I've known for a long time. And then, uh, as well as uh, Bob Lokes, who coached Jay Bomeister and Joffrey Lupel later with the Medicine Hat Tigers. But that was on a very good team in Lethbridge back in the late 19... I'm trying to think of the year, maybe. I don't know, it might have been 89, 90, 88, 89, one of those years. Anyhow, uh, bounced around, was with Boston and Philly, and I'm thinking Calgary, and then on to Minnesota after he played over in the Swiss League for a number of years. Wes Walls, who now, uh, again, they've rotated about five different guys during their... Uh, television broadcast this year. Let's do this. It is 12:21 in Edmonton again. It's the uh, Edmonton Oilers and the Minnesota Wild tonight. Bob Stoffer with you. And uh, Brendan Escott as well. As we were just in the Oilers now, Audio Vault 4, Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. When we come back in Oilers now, we'll get to NHL today. There's a bunch of other games in the National Hockey League for elite promotional marketing. Brendan Escott will bring you that. And uh, we'll dip into the Ashley Fine Floors uh, text line uh, at 780-496-0063. And you can tell us, uh, you know, which team's sort of the most uh, nondescript team in the National Hockey League right now. Which team do you get the least? jacked up to watch so if you got your nhl package and you're sitting there cruising through a list of six or seven games who do you never choose because i to me minnesota's kind of a yeah they got some veteran guys and stuff but maybe not the most exciting team in the world which is why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with royal caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in north america you don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's not to say that they're not completely capable of beating the Oilers because they've already done it once this year. This is Oilers Now and it's 1222 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1224 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from St. Paul, Minnesota. The Oilers and something wild tonight. That's uh, 6 p.m. puck drop. 
Let's go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time every time. Elite promotional marketing locations in Alberta and British Columbia, proud Alberta-based company. Here's Brendan Escott. 12 games on tonight's NHL schedule, Bob, including Winnipeg at Detroit, Toronto at Calgary, and the Hurricanes in Vancouver. Big news yesterday, the San Jose Sharks fired head coach Peter DeBoer after a tough start to the season. Former Panthers bench boss Bob Bugner has taken over in the interim and has Mike Ricci and goaltending coach Evgeny Nabokov as his assistants. The LA Kings have loaned Tobias Bjornfoot and Rasmus Kapari to Finland and Sweden respectively for the 2020 World Junior Championships. Habs forward Ryan Paling sent back down to Laval after just one game last night against Ottawa. He's pointless in five NHL games this year. Caden Primo though, young goaltender, picked up his first career win last night. Bakersfield Condors fell 6-2 in San Jose last night despite two-point efforts from Kyler Yamamoto and Joe Gambardella. The Grand Rapids Griffins making a rare appearance in California for games tomorrow and Saturday night. The Oil Kings handled Swift Current 3-1 at Rogers Place. Riley Sawchuk with a goal and an assist there. The rematch going tomorrow, 7 p.m. in Ice District as the Oil Kings try and stretch out their lead in the WHL's Central Division. And at the World Junior A Challenge in Dawson Creek, Team Canada West needed a shootout but secured its first win beating Russia 1-0 last night, Bob. All right. Uh, boy, we got some people fired up on the text line today. It's uh, it's interesting, eh? The Oilers, the only team Jack Michael's putting out today, the only team in the league that has not had a th- three-game lo- uh, losing streak. It's interesting. Uh, this text comes in uh, on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Bob, Frank Cervelli saying he thinks New Jersey wants to trade Taylor Hall before the trade freeze on December the 19th. Do you think the Oilers are in on him at all? Uh, well, I do think that New Jersey would like to make a move. Uh, before the trade freeze. And I think that Oilers would have a 20% chance to uh, be in the mix there. And do I think Edmonton would part with yes? And before you, you know, jump all over it, there's not a lot of top five overall picks that are going to be in play for a what's perceived as a rental. So I, I think the Oilers would be prepared to do two or three assets uh, to get in the mix on uh, Taylor Hall because I think there's a realization there might be an opportunity to improve the team here. So, But I, I would also hazard guess that lots of other teams would be in the mix as well. And I'll give you an example of how this works. Like Colorado's not going to trade Bowen Byram for Taylor Hall. Would they trade Tyson Jost? They might. Does New Jersey already have a bunch of other smaller forwards? They do. So would they prefer yes to Pugliarvi? I don't know. Maybe they think they can get more out of him than Edmonton did. That's Those sort of things all have to be factored in. But the ball is firmly in Ray Shiro's court here. It's up to Shiro how this thing plays out. But I think the Oilers have got a chance, certainly, to be in the mix on him. And I think that uh, you would have to look at it. And every time I bring it up, I get the 20% of the guys that just hate Taylor Hall. I, I don't get why they hated him. And about 60 to 70% people, yeah, well, that makes sense. Like, they could use his speed, and he's a good five-on-five player, and the Oilers have to improve the five-on-five. And as for Frank Cervelli, I didn't hear where he said this. Uh, it may have been on another show in town. There's lots of other good shows in town. Uh, I got a lot of time for Frank, and for those of you that are scoring at home, I had Frank on this show long before anybody else had him on in this market. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Louis Russ from NHL Hockey and Rogers when we come back. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.